0: welcome to cognizant hosted by nikki treadway of anchors away counseling and epic adventures therapy join us every other week for interviews with various professionals gaining insight into their healing philosophies enjoy On this episode of Cognizant, I interview Michelle Galinsky, who is a certified master hypnotist. And she tells us all about hypnosis. She describes how it works and what techniques that she uses. She talks about her special training and what makes her approach to hypnosis slightly different than maybe the traditional approach. She also talks logistics and tells you what to expect when walking into your very first hypnosis appointment. So she really lays it all out there. This is perfect for someone wondering if they should try hypnosis to overcome something in their life or for a professional who may be interested in developing that extra skill set. Enjoy the show, guys. Hi, Michelle, welcome to Cognizant. We're happy to have you here. Thank you for having me here, Nikki. I'm excited to be here. Tell us about uh, yourself and what you're here to talk about.
1: Okay, so, I am a Certified Master Hypnotist and a Reiki Master and I'm here to talk primarily about hypnosis and what I do in my practice of hypnosis. I'll start by the, the how I got into hypnosis. I actually was a massage therapist, a licensed massage therapist, and I had a neck injury. And it made me have to stop doing massage therapy. So I could no longer do massage therapy, and I went back to corporate America Uh, because that's all I could do, and (laughs) that wasn't very rewarding. Um, So, I was like, okay, what am I going to do next? Like, I missed helping people. Yeah. And corporate America is great. You meet nice people. You do interesting things, but you don't feel... It's not as rewarding to me.
0: No, it's not. And I imagine after doing the massage where you're with people Mm one-on-one, there's a touch element that going back into an office environment felt so detached.
1: Exactly, because you definitely feel connected with your clients. So um, I had gone to a hypnotist years prior and had had success and found it very compelling. Mm -hmm. So I had, at that point, started to look into it um, back when I had done hypnosis with someone. And I was looking for somewhere to go to school for it, and nothing seemed to resonate. So Mm -hmm. I kind of put it on the back burner forgot about it. And then when this injury happened and I had to give up massage therapy... It popped into my mind Mm. again, and so I started exploring it more and found the National Guild of Hypnotists and knew that I wanted somebody who was certified by them to teach, and I found someone in my own area at the time I was living in Massachusetts, and I went and got certified um, National Guild of Hypnotists certification, which was 100 hours of training, and I started practicing um, hypnosis, and then... I went for advanced training since then. So I've had about 350 hours of training, and I'm now trained um, in a system called five path hypnosis, which stands for five phase advanced transitional hypnosis.
0: Okay.
1: And it is a system and it's very effective and very efficient. And um, the person I learned from, Cal Banyan, he actually is the person who developed this system and has refined it over the years. And he has won just about every award possible in wow. the field of hypnosis. Yeah. So he is a great mentor and I've learned a lot from him and I love his system because it gets results. Yeah. yeah so that's kind of it in a nutshell.
0: That's awesome. Um, so you feel really passionate about what you're doing, I gather.
1: I do. I feel like it's a very um, effective and efficient way to help people get to the core of an issue that they're having and bring them through healing it through forgiveness and neutralizing the triggers Mm -hmm. and being able to move forward in their life.
0: So let's get into what exactly hypnosis is because I imagine for a lot of people they may have these bizarre images or ideas or maybe what they've seen on TV or even at a magic show. So Mm -hmm. let's um, get in there and help define what exactly hypnosis is.
1: Okay, so like
0: you say, most people, their idea of
1: hypnosis comes from TV, movies, Mm -hmm. stage shows, and that's really a theatrical performance, which is about as similar to clinical hypnosis as you know hollywood movies are to reality yeah right so true hypnosis is really um it's a state of highly focused attention or concentration um with also a heightened suggestibility and it's usually associated with relaxation um and i Say usually because in order for you to get into the state of hypnosis, we like to get you mm-hmm. relaxed. But once we're actually in the session and we're doing the actual session, um, it's not always relaxing because that makes depending sense. on what we're discussing and what comes sure. up, you know, there's Be more arousing emotions. than relaxing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, so that's it. And the hypnosis works on the subconscious level of the mind. Okay. So it's um, it works on that level that, you know, you may not consciously be aware of what your trigger is. You know, you may think, oh, you know, um, every time my husband does this, it makes me, you know, feel rage or whatever. I get so mad. Um, and you think it has everything to do with your husband doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, consciously, that's what it. Oh, every time he throws his socks on the floor. Right. I go into a rage. Well, in hypnosis, we can actually follow back in time okay. and find out what the real trigger is. So there's an emotion that pops up when you see his socks on the floor, and that's the trigger is like it's the emotion that you feel, but why does that trigger that? Okay. So we go back and we find as early as, well, sometimes it's pre birth. Or just after birth, but yeah. we can go way back yeah. and find out why that triggers, and it's all about following that feeling—that feeling that you have when you see the socks on the floor, sure—and then connecting the dots, and that's how we find it.
0: Okay. So, are most of the is most of the work that you do that focused? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, it starts
1: off. I think people don't think when they come in that it's going to be. That focused, you know, if somebody comes in for, you know, for weight issues. I get a lot of people, hypnosis people think, smoking, weight issues. Yeah. Um, so if somebody comes in for weight issues, as, you know, most people are aware that the weight issues really aren't about what you're eating. Mm-hmm. It's about why you're eating what you're eating or overeating or whatever. Um, so they might think they're coming in just to learn how to eat more healthy. And I don't prescribe diets or anything, so mm-hmm. I ask people what what do they want to change in their behavior or what they're okay. eating in order for me to give them suggestions mm-hmm. and hypnosis to follow. But the reality is, is if they're overeating, um, they're usually eating because they're trying to distract mm-hmm. from feeling an emotion. And so we need to find out why mm-hmm. and what and how and when. And so we go back and sometimes people are eating to comfort or for protection a layer of protection and they don't realize it consciously but subconsciously that's what it is so in hypnosis we can go back sometimes to early childhood maybe they were being physically abused by somebody or sexually abused by someone or verbally abused it doesn't matter and they started eating to protect themselves. A lot of times I find, um, especially with you know, sexual abuse, okay. that unconsciously, subconsciously, they're eating to make themselves less attractive or to get less attention. Wow. So if we can fix that and go back to that moment in their childhood yeah. when the first thing happened, and neutralize it by making the child see through the adult eyes that this had nothing to do with them. Wow. That the person who did this to them was the one with the issue. There was nothing wrong with you. You know, you were perfect just as you were. And yeah. there's no reason now. And then you can see, that, you know, the chi- the adult also sees that, yes, this is what happened when I was a child. I had no idea that's why I'm doing this. I don't need to do this anymore. Yeah. And now they can find that it's easier for them to start taking care of themselves and make healthier choices. Because they don't need to protect themselves yeah. from that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's huge. We started out of a general, mm-hmm. I want to lose weight or I'm right. having weight loss mm-hmm. issues. And it narrows down so specifically. It does. And so that's the narrowing, the narrowing of the theme occurs in session. In session. Okay. Yes. In session, that's um,
1: one of the phases that we do called age regression. Okay. And that's what we do. We follow it back. We find the actual um, initial sensitizing event. Mm-hmm. We neutralize it, helping the client, usually as a child, feel safe, secure, and loved. Okay. And then we bring them forward, back through all the events in their life that we went through on the way back. We bring them back through now that they've been informed and they feel safe, secure, and loved and know that they had nothing to do with them. We bring them back through the events, checking in with them mm-hmm. to see how they're feeling all the time, making sure that it's all been neutralized. Yeah. And then we actually, sounds a little weird, but we actually bring them into the future. Yeah, We do age progression Okay, and say, okay, now we're going to be at another incident where you may have felt mm-hmm. the same way or you may have made... wrong food choices or felt uncomfortable so you made the wrong food choices be there and what are you feeling how are you doing who's there you know and they're like oh no problem i'm okay i'm going for the veggies and dip you know yeah yeah so we do that that's one phase age regression so one phase for me is one session one phase is one session yes okay So, and there's a total, with what I do, Mm -hmm. there's a total of up to five phases. Some people don't require the last phase, um, but everybody requires the first four phases.
0: Okay, And that's in the five path system that you're talking about? Yes,
1: yes. So typically, if somebody comes to me and they really wanna heal, whatever, and have permanent results, long-lasting, maybe even permanent results, they really need to do all the phases. If they skip one phase, I have people who they do, you know, three of the phases. Sure. And then they're like, oh, I don't need to do that last one. Mm-hmm. And, or they're feeling so confident and so great that they're like, oh, I don't need to come back for the last one. It may last forever. However, if that trigger isn't completely mm-hmm. erased, then at some point something
0: traumatic may happen that may trigger again, and then they'll be back to the beginning. Okay. Yeah. So in from your perspective, in order to have the uh, most long-term effects, then you want them to do a full completion I of the system.
1: Yes, yes. Most hypnotists um, or people who do hypnosis, they do like single sessions. And I always hear people go like, oh, I have a friend who went for a single session or or can I just come for one session? You can, and you may get mm-hmm. results, Um the problem is that it probably won't really be permanent. Yeah. Because if they haven't addressed the trigger and all they've done is given you positive direct suggestions for change, at some point if you get a trigger, then you're gonna be right back to you're the gonna behavior. Undo whatever was done. Exactly. Yeah. Hmm. It's kinda like when you you know, you make a decision. I'm going to, you know, read a diet book or something and I'm going to go on this diet. How many people start a diet and they're doing great and then something happens and the next thing you know, they're just, all right, forget it. I give up or it's not worth it or I'm just going to eat this and make me feel better. And it's the same thing because whatever that trigger is that has caused the issue, it's not about the diet. It's about what they're feeling inside.
0: Okay. So then each client you're working with, ideally they would do five sessions with you. Um, At least four. At least four. Yeah. The
1: fifth session is for somebody who, even after going through all the phases prior, yeah. if they're still having an issue, then that means there's some residual things that we need to address, okay. um, and that's when we do parts work. So
0: there mm-hmm. might be
1: a part of them mm-hmm. that doesn't want to give up the cigarettes because, you know, they're afraid that if they give up the cigarettes, they're going to gain weight. Or if they okay. give up the cigarettes, they're going to not hang out, be able to hang out with these friends. Yeah. So that's when then we go to the parts work. Nice. Yeah. I love
0: parts work. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to speak to what some of the other phases are? You told us about the age regression and progression.
1: Yes. So, um, so initially the first session mm-hmm. would be um, usually I do a, with most people I do a confidence booster. And the first session is really just about getting them educated on hypnosis and understanding it so that they feel relaxed and comfortable, answer any questions they have, because if they're not comfortable with it and relaxed with it, um, then they probably won't go into hypnosis very easily, because if you're nervous or scared, you're not going to be able to relax. So um, so
0: some rapport building, exactly learning yeah. a little bit about the process that makes a lot of sense.
1: Yes. And then um, then we sit down and we have a discussion and talk about what they think the triggers are, what the issue is, what do they want to fix, what do they want to change. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we do a short hypnosis session. Which um, I will give them direct suggestions for some of the things they want to change, but it's really for me to assess how easily they go into hypnosis, how deeply they go in, mm-hmm. um, so that I have that information for the next sessions. So, in the second session, is where we get into the age regression and progression. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's kind of it. It sounds it's almost like the most important because that's our foundation mm-hmm. for doing the work, um, and yet the next phase is forgiveness work. Um, forgiveness of others oh, wow. is the next phase, which to me the forgiveness work is the most important because yeah. if you don't forgive, which does not mean accepting or condoning, no. but if you do not forgive, then you you remain stuck in the past, okay. and mm-hmm. you tend to relive and keep rehashing whatever the incident or yeah. whatever was said or done or whatever. Where, Yeah, yeah if you can, you can forgive, then you can move forward. So the, the third phase is forgiveness of others, mm-hmm. and then the fourth phase is forgiveness of self. And there's so many people that say, oh, I don't need to do that. I'm fine. But the forgiveness itself, I find, for some people, is the most important. Because a lot of people are walking around with guilt. Um, They feel bad. Like, how could I ever have let that happen? Or, you know, I hurt people, Mm -hmm. and I feel guilty for having hurt somebody. So if they can release that, again, it frees them up to live a better life, and become the person they really know that they are.
0: Nice.
1: Yeah. So, and then the fifth is, if needed, Mm -hmm. we do the parts work.
0: Okay. Yeah. That sounds like an incredible system. Isn't it? Like the way that it's like, (laughs) you know, taking a staircase. I was going to say up, but I guess more accurately would be down. (laughs) Yeah. Like going into yourself.
1: Yes. So that's basically what we do. Um, And we can work with any issue because... Um, I've worked with relationship issues, anxiety, confidence, smoking, weight loss, um, just about anything. Okay. Yeah. So
0: if somebody has uh, something that's prominent or a theme in their life that they Mm -hmm. keep coming back to, then that is uh, a reason to contact you.
1: If there's something that comes up Um, that I am not qualified to deal with, or sometimes people aren't really ready. They think they're ready for hypnosis. If they're not really ready and I can kind of assess that from our conversation, then I will refer somebody to a therapist or I will tell them, I am not a therapist and you really should see a therapist for this. Um, Because a therapist can Mm -hmm. help them get to the point where they're ready to recognize that they need to make some changes. All right. Um, if they're... That's one thing with hypnosis. If you're not ready or willing to make change,
0: mm-hmm.
1: hypnosis won't work. So...
0: i was sure that's true with a lot of different modalities, right? Like probably. when you are, are consciously resistant to something, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's really hard to see change or growth yes. in that area. Yeah.
1: People who come for relationship issues, a lot of times they're like, oh, you know, I just... My husband aggravates me or my boyfriend aggravates me and I really love him, but I don't know if I can continue this relationship. And um, I always say, as long as you're willing to change, we can't change them. Mm-hmm. We cannot change the other person. They're not here in my seat. Mm-hmm. We can't change them, but we can change your reaction to the things they do. Okay. So if we can find out why whatever it is that they're doing triggers you, and if you're willing to accept your role in why that triggers you, then we can fix that, and your relationship can heal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have some. I have a client that I worked with. Um, it was a, something like that where her husband was driving her crazy, but they have you know kids, and they yeah. love each other, but they just were getting on each other's nerves and fighting they've been to counseling and stuff and it wasn't, she didn't find it helpful. Um, I don't know who she was going to, Yeah. (laughs) but, um, she came to me and through doing the phases of hypnosis, she realized that it was a trigger from her childhood, from her parents. And it's so funny because now, you know, every once in a while we'll make contact, check in with each other and, now the stuff that used to aggravate her, she actually like laughs at. You know, yeah. she thinks it's funny that, right. you know, so, and their, their marriage is going well and mm-hmm. they're a happy family, so I think that's great.
0: Yeah, that's a good example. That kind of creates a parameter mm-hmm. um, of the scope, right, and what you're actually doing and how you're helping people.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, any specific methods or techniques that you're using for hypnosis?
1: Yeah. Um, as far as methods or techniques, I really concentrate on using Five Path, which is okay. doing the age regression. Um, I don't do what um, some people call script gnosis. Yeah. Um, I do use notes when I'm doing. I use notes as far as what we're working on, what direct suggestions. I also you know, I have my little cheat sheet during a session mm-hmm. to make sure I don't miss any of the valid points I need to make within the session. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't do scriptnosis, gnosis, mm-hmm. um, so um, that's the other thing. A lot of traditional hypnotists, they, you know, if you come in for something, they just look through a book for a script, and you're getting the same script as everybody else is getting. Mm-hmm. Um, each session, when people come in for me, it really is individualized to you, because sure. you know, there's a system we do, mm-hmm. but it's not a script.
0: Yeah, that's nice. So, Yeah. Personalized. Are there any tools involved?
1: Um, tools is as, as far as tools that I can give people. Okay. Um, I often give people tools mm-hmm. that they can use at home, like self hypnosis. Okay. I Teach them self-hypnosis mm-hmm. so that they can take that home with them. I also teach most clients EFT. Mm-hmm. Depending on what they're dealing with, I show them how to do EFT, and that's a tool they can take home with them. Sure. Emotional freedom technique. Some people also call it tapping. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very, again, it's very effective. It's quick to learn. It's easy to share. Yeah. Uh, it's a great tool to teach children. Yeah so um, I love teaching people that so yeah those are some of the tools that I use self-hypnosis is a great tool Um, again I actually am a seventh path teacher so I five path is the system I use for hypnosis in Mm -hmm. session and I also teach people a method of self-hypnosis called seventh path and that is different than traditional Mm self-hypnosis so again it's a kind of like a system Um, it's recognitions and echoes and so it's almost like saying an affirmation and similar to meditation instead of trying to clear your mind you're Mm -hmm. actually waiting for what pops up Mm -hmm. and that is your subconscious mind you know pointing things out you don't really have to do a lot of work with it. You don't have to spend a lot of time with it, but it, again, is very healing.
0: Nice. Yeah. Um, how long are your sessions?
1: Okay, so sessions run anywhere from one to three hours, depending on what we're working with. Wow. And, yeah, I don't like to end sessions. You know, I know a lot of people do one-hour sessions or 50-minute sessions. Mm-hmm. I don't like to do that because if you're, you know, in the middle of something and you just get to this traumatic event, and now I'm going to say, okay, time's up. Um, okay, we'll pick this up next week. Yeah. And now I'm sending you home, like, all distressed. Okay. I don't do that. So whatever phase I'm working on, we finish that phase before you leave. So it can take one hour. It can take three hours. Mm. Um, typically average most sessions are one and a half to two hours okay yeah and how long do you recommend
0: between each session
1: the best time is five to ten days we like each session to build upon
0: yeah
1: the prior session and if you wait too long then that has had time for maybe some things to trigger you and a little bit of that progress we we made yeah so I really prefer if somebody would come in once a week um, that's Great, five oh, to five to mm-hmm. ten days, yeah.
0: Any other logistics that you want to uh, speak to? Um, talk to us about scheduling. If you have an intake process, the cost of sessions. If you'd prefer people schedule all five at once or all four at once. So, what is that yes. process like?
1: Okay. So, um, initially, if somebody calls they, or emails, they want to make a session, mm-hmm. um, make schedule session. Um, I like to know what issues we're going to be working on, so I have an idea, Um, so I can kind of, like, prepare, you know, what questions I need to ask them. Um, I do, I love when people are willing to schedule all four sessions. Mm -hmm. Um, Sometimes we'll schedule all five, and if they don't need the fifth one, we just, that's okay. We just don't show up for that one, or we just say by agreement we don't need to do that one Um, but it is great if they can schedule all four then we can put them in the calendar for a week Mm -hmm. apart and we know there's time because sometimes if people wait um, then it gets a little difficult to get them in within the amount of time that they should come. Right. So it's great if they'll just schedule all four at once. Sessions are $120 a session. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, again, they're from one to three hours. Yeah, that's a really reasonable price considering that Thank it's taking up a lot. Of time. <laughs> they're currently $120 yeah. a session. <laughs> um, and um, as far as any preparation or anything on the part of the client, it's just come ready to change, willing and ready to make a change. Because if you are not willing to change, it won't work. It's not a magic pill. Um, You have to become, you have to come ready to do whatever it takes. I mean, if you're going on a diet, you can't say, okay, I'm going on a diet. I want to lose weight, but I'm going to do everything I've been doing. You need to come and say, okay, I'm willing to make these changes. Hypnosis just makes it easier, Mm. For you to actually make the changes and stick with them
0: so if somebody wants to learn more about this Mm -hmm. either from a professional perspective or a client perspective do you have any resources or organizations or websites
1: yes um so i would anybody who's interested in learning about hypnosis in general i would recommend going to the national guild of hypnosis um the ngh they're just you know you can google national guild of hypnotists or ngh um, they're a great resource, and if somebody wants to learn how to do hypnosis, it's okay. a great starting point because they'll list instructors in your area or schools in your area. Um, hypnosiscenter.com and Calbanion.com. if you want to learn more about Five Path and Seventh Path. Um, great resource. That's who I learned from, the best of the best, Calbanyan. Um, and my website is yourblossomingmind.com.
0: So any of those would be a great start. All right, Michelle, well, thank you for being on the podcast and sharing about your expertise. I mean, it sounds really excited. So I, I am absolutely positive that what you had to say today is going to help a lot of people. And thank you, thank you for what you do in our community. Thank you. It was a pleasure to be here.